0: Hi everybody and welcome. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost and this is the Paper Outpost podcast. Snuggle in. Uh, we're going to be answering some of your crafty questions today. I've got little sun bun here on the couch and he is just uh, sleeping in the sunshine. There's a little ray of sunshine on him right now and he's just all curled up like a little ball. Snoozing like only a pup can. And uh, so I hope you're having fun. I hope you're enjoying your day. I hope you're having a little time to squirrel away into your craft area and just play with your papers and enjoy the different textures and the feelings. Um, Let's jump on in and see what you're all thinking about. I love seeing and hearing from you guys and um, uh, seeing and hearing your thoughts and ideas. So from The Paper Atelier, Ivelisse Harrington. Uh, she says, um, oh, this was uh, referring to the video called Got Greeting Cards um, and different ways you can play with your greeting cards uh, in your junk journals. Um, she said, this is a great idea. It's a much better way to save cards I've received while putting them to good use. Uh, I noticed the map page in your journal, map, M-A-P. Uh, would you be willing to make a video on different ways maps can be used? Oh, that's a great idea. Yes, maps are so versatile. Um I, w- I would certainly be happy to make a video on that, but let's just talk about some fun ways you can use maps in your junk journals. Um, number one, obviously, if you're doing travel journals or um, traveler's notebooks, having a little bit of map here or there, maybe related to the area you went to, can be very fun. Um, and it's a great way to use the map after you're done with the trip. Maybe you don't need a your map of Paris anymore because you're not referring to it constantly, but wouldn't it be neat to have little pieces and parts? cut out from maybe the places that you saw and glued into your junk journal. Or maybe you could turn them into little junk journal cards, back them with some um, pretty papers, something like that, an area where you could write on a special note. Uh, You you know, remember when you uh, ate that chocolate crepe? on the Champs-Élysées in Paris, and uh, you write that on the back of a little uh, page of a map with some um, white backing paper or cream backing paper, something like that. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be very cool. And then the other nice thing about maps is if you want to do a an expedition journal or a traveler journal or something like that, you can cut up one map into signature pages, and you're going to get quite a few signature pages out of one map because maps open up, they're big, and the nice thing about them is their large size allows you to cut them into any size and shape that you want. And sometimes we struggle a little bit with finding papers that will make really cool um, pages for a junk journal. Now, one thing that comes up a lot is people find a really cool book cover that they want to turn into a junk journal, but it's bigger than, say, nine by six. And um, they're having a hard time finding paper that's big enough to use as your junk, uh, your signature pages. Well, uh, maps can be a great place to start if you have them. And sometimes you're going to find piles of maps in thrift stores or garage sales and stuff like that. People will blow these out because they think they have no more use for them. In other places you're going to look, their maps are going to be expensive. But if you find some inexpensive maps that you think might be fun to use, you can cut out larger pages, like longer pages that you can fold in half and make fit any junk journal. And then you can glue a piece of regular paper onto the map, maybe using the map edge as a border or a frame, but giving yourself a writing place or a place to decorate um so that you can actually write on that so there are many and and a lot of maps have a lot of ocean and that makes it easy you can write right over the ocean which is no problem um so there's a lot of different things that you can do with that but um another fun thing you can do with maps is if you make little booklets of identification let's say you're making a journal based on the story of you know Emily and her Victorian life, and maybe you're making a little passport or something like that for Emily in your junk journal. You could create a um, a little. She could tuck a map, a small map, in her uh, passport, or you could uh, maybe put the make the booklet ha- have the cover be the map, something like that. There's another thing that's wonderful to use. Maps for is uh covering your junk journals again because of their large size um they accommodate so many different purposes just because of that so we we'll, we'll do a video on some fun ideas for that but thanks for that idea um Ivelise because uh, I think that that was awesome okay you get a heart there we go um Betty Longshore asks oh what would we do without pup dates um thank you Betty and sunshine um thanks you uh, profusely in his very sleepy mode right now Uh, Yes, I craft with my little little Maltese dog, um, Sunshine. And uh, he often has something to say at the end of the videos. Um, uh, I think he's working on becoming a journalist in life. Uh, We're not quite sure where where his endeavors are. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. will lead him, but, um, yes, eventually he will have to pay his own bills and he'll be moving out. Well, um, he's never going to be moving out of the house, but, um, uh, so yes, I think, Sunshine, is that where you're going? Anchor podcast? Okay, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. He's, uh, he has, uh, he has lofty ideas where that life will take him. <laughs> oh, somebody, here's a good question. Martina Klingels asks, uh, so glad you are okay. Okay, I fell behind on some videos, but my laundry is done and put away. Need to figure out how to get your podcast. I got Alexa. Is it on there? Good question. I have no idea. I had an Alexa and then I got scared of it. So I unplugged her and I put her in the closet. But um, it's easy to locate the podcast. And here's how to do it. There's multiple portals of entry. You don't need to have any fancy anything to listen to the podcast. Number one, just go down below and there's a click to click on the uh, to find the podcast. So in below, down below all my uh, videos, in the description box, you're going to find a link. And my podcasts are um, hosted on Anchor Podcast, and Spotify bought Anchor. So um, if you have a Spotify account, you can listen to your podcast there. If you don't have a Spotify account, you can still listen to your podcasts on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and there's a whole host of other I've never heard of podcast things that you can listen to. And if you don't want to go through any of that, you can just punch into your computer or your phone the Paper Outpost podcast, and the links will pop up, and you can just click on them, and then it'll take you to the main page of the podcast, and you can pick any episode you want to listen to. They're an average about. Oh, now I'm telling you this, and I'm, I'm recording the podcast, so it's it's like you know this already. But they're on average about twenty minutes long, and there's over four. You no, know, there's. I'm in my fourth year now of podcasting, so there's lots of episodes to pick from, and I cover everything. Related to junk journals, paper crafting, life of a crafter, and answering your crafty questions, what we're doing today. So um, yeah, don't let, see, this is a big thing. Don't let lack of a supply ever stop you. Get inventive, get creative, pull out your MacGyver instincts, do uh, think-arounds, think about, improvise, improvise. Think about other things that you can do or other things that you can use and get the same thing accomplished. So it's the same thing with finding the podcast. You're, there's multiple portals of entry. Okay. Um, Brandy Pirelli says, I love the button paperclip idea. My question is, who inspires you? All of you guys, honestly, and um, all the other YouTube junk journal people that are out there doing stuff. Um, it, one place when I go to uh, to get some inspiration is um, my Facebook group. Um uh, we do weekly challenges and monthly challenges there. Just fun stuff to, you know, scratch your itch, just kind uh, of give you a launching p- place to start from. And also just seeing what you guys are posting that's inspired from these videos. Oh my gosh, I can spend like five, 10 minutes on there and I am just full of all new ideas to run off and play because uh, everybody creates a better mousetrap. You know, they'll take one idea and then they'll add one element to it or turn it on its back or fold it this way or change the color scheme or give it a different purpose or, or, you know, uh, you know, just think of maybe using a different glue, whatever it is, or they'll bring in a new tool. Like there's a great tool out there to do that. You don't need to struggle with this part, Pam, try this tool. It's awesome. So yes, I mean, honestly, the real answer is you guys and you folks out there that are doing stuff. You also have, YouTube channels and, and things and you're sharing your information and that is so wonderful. So thank you so much for doing that and taking the time and sharing what you know with all of us because it it this crafting begets itself. We all make, we share, we learn, we grow, then we go back to make more, make more, make and it's just a wonderful thing. So thank you. <laughs> you get a heart. There we go. Um uh Katrina McCabe says, I'd love to win a pile of your scraps, but I live in Oh, New Zealand. Yes. Uh, would you uh, post? uh would you post if my comment was drawn out? Yes. The um. Just so you know, I have a scrappy contest every Friday during my YouTube craft chat, where I'm answering your crafted questions on YouTube, and then I. I Pull a name from the YouTube random comment picker. And yes, you can be anywhere in the world to win that contest. So it is worth doing. And it's, I try and keep it as low stress as possible. All you need to do is post a comment. And then in the following week's craft chat on Friday, I will pull the next winner. So the next, so it's always like one week ahead. So post a comment this week. Get, uh, you're automatically entered in the following week's, um, scrappy contest. So, and it doesn't matter where you live. You can live on the moon. I'll send it to you there. Okay. So that's a good question. Um, I need to remind people that I think I forget to tell folks. Okay. Um, Marcy Ellsworth says, um, I noticed when I was downloading one of your freebies, thank you by the way, um, that it is available in JPEG and PDF formats. What is the advantage of using one over the other? You are very generous. Um, thanks Marcy Marcy. okay, so when I was originally putting um, I think JPEG format, now this is going this is going to show the obviousness of how inept I am at computer stuff. I think I was putting JPEG format initially. That's Holly, the uh, African Grey. People were asking, occasionally, not a lot of people, but they were asking, can you do it in PDF format because I want to do different things for it, with it. And um, one of them freezes all the elements together, and I think one of them breaks them apart so you can do different things with it depending on the software that you have at home. And some people... Um, may or may not just print the page out and use the freebie as, uh, you know, and cut it up and use it in their junk journal, the actual size that it comes. Some people would want to take one image and make it bigger. Uh, Maybe they only want to use one image from the, there might be nine images on a page. Maybe they only want to use one image. I'm not exactly sure is the truth, but I know that it gives people in the know more power to do different things with it. So if you're a computer person and you know, please let us know the technicalities of how this works. Now, I have had people who are really good at mixed media and working with images and, and things like that. And they'll say, okay, how, what is the resolution, Pam? And what I do when I find my images is I click on the highest resolution that I can get the image and I save that. But they're going to want to know the DPI or the fancy number or the, is it 300, is it 500, is it 12, I don't know. And um, they want the highest resolution because if they blow it up, if they turn it into a poster or if they put it on a sweatshirt or they, you know, they're doing something. Maybe they're using it in their mixed media and they're adding different colors and, and things like that. Or maybe they're taking it and putting it in Canva and putting some words on it. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing out there. But um, it gives them a crisp crisper image if it is a higher, higher resolution. So from my end, and and somebody did actually walk me through that, that like how you find the actual DPI. I think that's it. The DPI, it's a funny word, but the, how the resolution, and it wasn't that hard, but I have now since forgotten the pathway. So if somebody knows how to do that, please feel free to post that somewhere. Um, maybe in a comment on a YouTube video or, or here in the podcast, somewhere you can comment here, or maybe in the Facebook group, uh, because there are different things that you can do and you can play with images and have a lot of fun with them and do different things. And, um, yeah, I think I, that's, that's, that's it in a nutshell. Um, now Marsha Thumberg asks, question, how do you attach home dried flowers and do I need to seal them? Great question. Totally up to you. I've done both. Sometimes I will just take the flowers and I will really glue the back well with FabriFix and then I'll push it down onto a page and wish it the best of luck, hoping that the, the, um, the silicone glue will give it enough adherence and do I want to say stretch? You know, it's it's a crispy thing. You know, it could, it could fracture, it could break. And sometimes it does, but a lot of times it doesn't. I've also gone to um, gluing it down and then mod podging over the top to seal it onto the page, which is also another thing you can do if you're unsure and you just want to, you know, it almost turns into a leathery type feel. It's funny how you can take this crunchy, crispy dried flower, put it on a page, glue it on a page and then seal over it and somehow it becomes fluid and leathery and flexible because of the the Mod Podge. Um you could I I no I don't think I've done this. I don't think I've sprayed an acrylic sealant over it because in my mind that just wouldn't do enough. It had to be something that actually glued over the top of it. One another thing I have done in little jewelry elements if you have those little cabochon holders or pendant holders if you put a couple dried flowers inside there and then you flood it with um the little cup if you flood it with glossy accents or triple thick which is almost like a liquid plastic clear plastic once it dries it seals everything in and nothing moves again ever that's not technically in a junk journal, but you can dangle these from spine jewelry or spine dangles or maybe from your sash or your wrap, um, you know, th- uh, swaddlings that you put around to hold your junk journal together. Um, lots of fun things that you can do there. Um, I-, I hope that helped. I'm learning, too. I'm openly learning, too. Okay, here we go. Um, here is, uh, Pam, you're the, oh, that's very sweet. Pam, you're the greatest person to watch. I love when you go live and things go not the way wanted. It's so funny how everybody loves that. They love <laughs> to see the calamities. Uh, and there are lots. Um, you go forward and learn on your way. Yep. That's, that's the only way you could do. Sometimes you're sitting there with, you know, a beautiful teacup and the next thing you know, the whole thing is uh, broken and in 17 pieces and Uh, You you just craft from that point, because that's where you are in life. Uh, Isn't that the way life goes? Right, right. Somebody said it, very famous, not me, make lemonade. You know what I mean? Let's make lemonade. Your positive attitude helps me with creativity. Thank you, and Sunny. But one question from me, okay, here's probably where I get in trouble. Um, Can you tell me how to make those window envelope pockets? Those window envelope pockets. Okay, the first thing that comes to mind is Am I just using junk mail envelope pockets that already has the window in it, which is the easiest way out of Dodge there because you're using up a resource that would otherwise be thrown away. And number two, you've got an instant window right there. And you can also create your own. I guess the biggest question is, you know, what to use. Uh, a lot of packaging will have acetate, the plastic, and you can cut that up and cut out a... um Um, a window in your envelope and then oh I just thought of a fun idea that would be fun okay don't lose the idea Pam it's a windowed envelope idea you have nothing you have no journal right now close to you that you can write this idea down Sunny can you remember the window envelope idea so we can make a video on that okay mom I'll do my best I don't I don't well no I do speak English I'll, I'll try and remind you okay okay Memory pegging windowed envelope. Okay, we'll show some ideas on that because I think we could have a lot of fun. We could probably do like uh, um, several different ideas with that. Okay, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do a video on that. Okay, um, so keep your eye out for that. Uh, Smith and Rosa, Ross, um, keep an eye out for that because you, you're going to have a video coming soon. Um, Denise Lenny asks, why doesn't Love Fridays for Craft Chat and Scrappy Winners? who, no, who doesn't, sorry, I can't read, I've got a foggy contact lens, and who doesn't love Fridays for craft chat and scrappy winners with Pam and Sunbun, oh, thank you, that's so nice, oh, you're so sweet, um, yeah, I didn't know how people would feel about the craft chats on Friday, but, um, and it's a, you know, it's just like a soft, comfortable place to come to that you know is always there, if you want to just hang out and talk shop, we're here for you, um, Lisa Warner asks, what is it about buttons? I wanted to dive into that box while you were talking. My grandson loves to play with my collection. I remember playing with my grandma's collection of buttons, and that was so much fun. I think it it has a sound, almost a musical sound when you're playing with buttons and you're running your fingers through the button box. I'm getting oh so excited about buttons. And um, there's so many things we can do with crafting with buttons. We should have just a button video of just some, a bunch of different things. Uh, that would be fun too. Sunny, Sunny, write that down. Write that down. That's a great idea. Okay. Teresa Buey asks, can you make the paper clips with the flat buttons? <laughs> yes. okay and we will do that why didn't we show some of that because that's a whole other video let's do that next time because yes you can absolutely do that it's totally fun and probably most of us have more flat buttons than um, shanked buttons but um, we will do that too I need a journal to write this down on where is my journal okay so flat button ideas with paper clips Sunny and what was the other one? See, this is where I run into trouble. I already forgot what the other one was. I'll have to go window, uh, window envelope pockets. Okay. I'm memory pegging window envelope pockets and button, flat button paperclip ideas. Okay. Wait, wait, I got to memory peg it. I have this little secret trick. It's not secret, but I'm like, okay, there they are going up the arc. Okay. It's it's strange, it's odd. I used it to save my myself going through school so I could remember things. Okay. If you look up memory pegging, memory pegging for for memory, you can like mem- memorize a whole bunch of things if you're not gifted with a with a um photographic memory like I was not and had to, you know, rough it through memorizing things for school. It was really a great way to help memorize it, a lot of things. Great for grocery shopping. Just saying, just saying. Um Okay, Laura laughing, Laura Lafleur says, button, buttons, buttons, I need more buttons. Is there any such, is there any such thing as too many buttons? I don't think so. Long ago there was a store here that had big barrels of buttons and they were a penny each and I used to go Sort through them to get the ones I most love, but that was before I really had time for crafting, and I seldom bought buttons because I didn't have a use for them. Now there's that, where is that barrel? I wish I had it, it's long gone. And as the old beaten, and, and as so is the old beaten down store. Um, I think there's a question coming. About it. Oh, um, wait, wait, Sunny, I, I need to click the computer mouse. No, no, no Sunny wants to play. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we're going to, we're going to cut it off there because, um, I got to play with a puppy. So, uh, I hope you guys are having fun. Happy crafting. Remember I've got a 25% off sale in my merchandise shop, which is my t-shirt shop and go forth, create with reckless abandon and have a ton of fun. All right. Take care. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.